Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Liberty Wall podcast. We are your hosts, Candice Pedraza and Jess Reinhardt, and we are recording on Tuesday, September 26th at around 11.15 a.m. Um, so we're kind of in a really weird uh, in-between time between game two of uh, the Connecticut Sun New York Liberty semifinal. And we're also, I think, um, just under 45 minutes away now from hearing about who won uh the mvp award award for this season um obviously brianna stewart is a major candidate for that award um and so there is a potential for her to be named the most valuable player in a very short while but i think what's more important probably to her and to us to talk about obviously is game one um of that series which went down over the weekend on sunday afternoon um not great not great I was um, say, is it important to talk to is, is it important to us i don't know i think you know game two is important but game one well i'd rather yeah, game, forget it game one i think that the players feel the same way too um it seemed like the general consensus from um post-game interviews was that that was that was like the worst that they could have possibly done um, especially in an opening game in a semifinal against a team that you did a pretty good job of managing during the regular season, sweeping the regular season series. I think that it was just a lot of not playing up to the standard that they had set for themselves. And I think a lot of things just like went wrong in game one on both ends of the floor. So, I mean, I guess we could talk about a more positive, which is that Brianna Stewart might be the most valuable player <laughs> today. So that would be really dope. Um, I think that any of the top candidates between herself, Asia Wilson, and Alyssa Thomas would be more than deserving. It was a very competitive year for the three of them in terms of um, that, I guess, MVP ladder, so to speak, that I think a lot of people had them on in those one, two, three slots. Um, personally, and I know this is a Liberty like podcast and we watch the Liberty and support the Liberty personally I really was hoping that you know maybe Asia Wilson <laughs> would get her third because that would just be awesome um and I think that she had a ridiculous season um I know postseason play doesn't really matter when it comes to the MVP vote just because it has to happen prior to the playoff starting but she's been absurd um in the postseason so far but Stewie has been a force as well on both ends of the floor um I think her defense is what's been most special to me to watch I think she's done such a good job this year of using her size to her advantage in that way her and John Quell have been pretty solid defensive anchors for New York also and also Benaja Laney those three I think form a really good wall um for New York but yeah, what are your thoughts on, I mean, if Stewie is able to to grab up this award today? Yeah, no, it, it would definitely be awesome. I think for me, I actually, if it wasn't Stewie Lean, Alyssa Thomas, which we can get into when we talk about uh, last game and, and moving forward in the series, um, I think, assume, let's, let's assume for the sake of the pod that Stewie wins, I think... one this vote I feel like has just been so polarizing um I think it's 
partly, and it, it's not a bad thing, but it, it is partly like I mean, there are more eyes on the WNBA. There are more. There are more people in like the quote unquote like media space or whatever you want to call it, and I think um, engagement comes from kind of saying stuff with your chest and like having a stance and like sticking to it, which is totally fine. Um, but I just wanted to look at Stewie as a, like her season as a whole and like why the voters um, could potentially vote her as the MVP. Um, I mean, she, all right. So to start off, she had 23, she averaged 23 points per game which is the highest of her career and second in the league. She had the her most three points made and attempted of her career. Um, she's the only player to average 1.5 steals, at least 1.5 steals and blocks for the season. She averaged her highest career assists. Um, those 1.6 blocks were fourth in the league. She had her lowest of average turnovers of her career. And I think a big thing for this award, if she wins it, will have been team success, especially post-All-Star break. I mean, you think about it, and the Liberty just went on a tear, right? They beat the the Aces a couple times, and they won the Commissioner's Cup. And also just, and obviously it's not just Stewie, but looking at the results of last year to this year, they went from 7th to 2nd in standings. And then ninth to second in offense and seventh to third in defense. And we talk a lot about, and I'm definitely going to talk a lot about this when we get to the game, um, the Liberty's ability to play defense, get in transition, get easy buckets. Mm-hmm. That all starts with her, JJ, Benaja, um, playing defense. And I think her versatility on the defensive end um just made them a completely different team. Um, and again, that that kind of tear that they had of wins post-All-Star break, I think that definitely, definitely factors into, into the voting. Yeah, and I think the defense, like you said, was such a huge part of that, right? I mean, like before the All-Star break, I don't think there was ever any question about how they could go on offense and in terms of scoring because between Stewie between um between Sab and then between like the sort of like versatility you get with involving Benija and JJ in the offense too there wasn't really like an issue in terms of like trying to score the most points possible per night yeah it was the issue of all right but can you stop the other team from mm-hmm. doing the same and I think that that was also a big problem in game one where I think that was like a microcosm of how they started the season, where it was like, okay, like you're getting good looks, you're getting decent, you know, shots off here and there, but like you're not really doing much to be able to stop, you know, Eliza Thomas from setting the table for her team multiple times. You're not stopping Beck Allen from going off on you. Um, And Connecticut has a lot of weapons on offense. And I think with them, the issue all year, aside from injuries, has just been being able to play consistently on that end of the floor. New York did not do anything to, like, be any sort of, like, resistance or cause any resistance to them um, in trying to find all of those weapons. 
So yeah, Stewie post All-Star break, like you mentioned, like she was such a big part of making sure that New York really locked in on defense. And that's what caused that big run towards the end of the year. Um, And yeah, no, I mean, she's very far and away the MVP, at least for New York. Like she is New York's most valuable player. There's no question about it. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on why you feel like Alyssa Thomas, I feel like is like your two in this, this ranking. Um, part of me just loves the under the radar pick in general. And I feel like a lot of people were talking about the sun. Not a lot of people were talking about AT all through the season. I mean, yeah, the double doubles, the triple doubles, the way, and like, the way she commands the floor, the way she affects a game. I mean, we saw it on Sunday. The Liberty didn't help themselves because they did. They allowed her to just kind of get where she wanted on the court, facilitate for her teammates, get herself some shots. It just, she's just like the quintessential, like all around player. And I think, like, that's where her and Stewie are kind of similar. I mean, they both were bringing the ball up the court themselves. They, like, it's just, like, this presence, right? And, like, everything, it feels like everything kind of revolves around them. And, yeah, I mean, I don't have them right here, but I know AT, like, she was breaking records. She would, you know, I think it was just constant, like, a like dominating performances game in and game out for her. And and if you want to like get into the technicality of what the most valuable player is for a team, she has to be the Sun's best player in order for them to win. You can definitely yeah. say that about Asia as well. Um we I think we kind of saw that Sunday where when she was out of the game, even though the, the aces ended up you know, handling the the wings pretty handedly. Like when Asia was out of the game, it definitely switched up a little bit. Whereas with the Liberty, they still have Sav, they still have JJ, they still have B. Like, so if you really want to like get into the semantics of like what a most valuable player should be, um, I think Alyssa or Asia kind of get that designation as well. And just looking back at game one, like it wasn't like she like even was really like scoring much like she was she didn't go off like she wasn't but at one point she had like five points five boards three assists Mm -hmm. or something like that like and it was just within the flow of the game she got to do whatever she wanted and whatever Mm -hmm. she wanted did not include scoring 20 Mm -hmm. points it was i mean in the second half she only had two points but she also had five assists three rebounds like only two of her 18 points came in the second half which is wild to me now part of that is oh wait no yeah part of that is uh Dwana Bonner had 15 of the Suns second half points uh 15 of their 41 but she just she dictated the pace she dictated everything and again when another team is able to do that when they're able to score baskets, the Liberty are 
not able to get in transition, not able to get a couple easy buckets. Now, earlier in the game, there were a couple blown layoffs, which were just like terrible on the Liberty's part. But I did, I had to write this down because I just feel like this is the, like this pretty much sums up the game to me. So I took a look for the regular season. The Liberty, when they, in wins, they, during the regular season, they averaged 12.3 fast break points per game and 36.4 points in the paint. I even looked at losses and obviously it was less. Uh, In losses, they averaged 9.1 fast break points, 32 points in the paint. Do you want to guess how many fast break points or points in the paint the Liberty had on Sunday? They they only scored 63, so I can't imagine. um, I'm going to guess they only had like in the paint, like 20. I'm going to guess. Pretty close. Pretty close. What do you think they have for fast break points? <laughs> I'm going to guess like two. <laughs> okay. They, so 22 points in the paint. So you were okay. pretty damn close. They had zero fast break points. I knew it. <laughs> A goose egg of fast That's break. Bad. That They're just, if you told me that before the game, I'm telling you they're losing. Like it's yeah. literally like. It isn't that simple, but it is that simple. A lot, like, some of it was, like, their shots just weren't falling, which is fine. Um, That's going to happen, but it can't happen for everyone (laughs) at the same time. Um, I had said before the game, it felt like like Sab was due for a finally hit your early threes in the first half and, like, just keep it going, which it felt like she was about to do. Shoot, even Sloot hit a three, like, one of the first few possessions of the game. When that happened, I was like, oh, we are here. If that's happening, like, <laughs> let's freaking go. Oops. And even at the end, yeah, my bad. Um, <laughs> Even at the end of the first half, they ripped off, like, five straight points. Stewie had that great, like, right at the end of the half bucket. It was almost one of those games where you kind of wish there wasn't a halftime. You kind of wish they could have just kept that momentum. Um, And really, I mean, they've got to make shots because the sun are like to see it up close was was jarring. The the sun are so long at every single position, like the amount of wingspan on that team is unfair. I still don't know how Dewana Bonner doesn't break an arm at least once a year because she's so oh skinny, gosh. but like so damn long. And when it just felt like whenever the Liberty were trying to penetrate, create some space, the Sun are able to pack it in, but they don't like when the Sun pack it in, they don't have to move their bodies as close to each other, if that makes sense, because they are so <laughs> yes. long. It's like they only have to go one or two steps and then they've got they've got the lane covered. Um, and so in the I, I pulled up second half stats and I mean, the Liberty shot 19 percent from three, Oof. 20, oh, 21 percent total, like even. And like even their twos weren't fault. Like it's just it's yeah. not gonna. It wasn't good. I don't know. It and... was not a formula for success. 
No, like I don't like I don't know who they would have they could have beat playing that game. Personally, feel a little bit responsible for Beck Allen going off. Maybe she saw her tweets and was like, "Shit, those are yeah that that that's what I'm averaging." I know when I sent that <laughs> graphic, you were like, "Uh, Beck, you okay?" And I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently she's okay now, folks. And then I saw her pregame fit and I was like, oh, she was ready to go. Oh my God. She looked amazing. I was like, <laughs> wow. She, she, came to play. she knew the assignment. She <laughs> understood the assignment. I know she said there was uh, no bad blood with the Liberty, which I don't think there is. But also, damn girl, if there wasn't, like, what would it look like if there was? Yeah, um, terrifying. <laughs> also, I just realized by looking at these stats, interesting, the Sun only had one person come off the bench to play in the second half. Juana and AT played all 20 minutes of the second half, hmm. which is definitely a big reason why they won. I... Them. They kind of provided everything. Like, everything. Rebounding. Um, Duana was doing more of the scoring. At obviously with more of the facilitating with her ten assists. Mm-hmm. Um, that block <laughs> from the Tisha Heideman, I it hurt, but like it was so sick. Like that was just <laughs> sick. Like I loved it, uh, but I was like, ah, oh, why? That was the other thing. Like in the was it the beginning of the second half or end of the first half? I think it was end of the first half when it was like. JJ and Stewie like had that like one two they both uh blocked the same shot like I was like oh we're rolling now and then <laughs> I, nope just we're not um it was yeah. interesting I saw um Natasha Cloud had some great tweets during the game Natasha come on the pod also come to New York all of the above do all the things um and where is the Stewie? Oh, here's one that Stewie needs cleaner looks, easier looks. Like it just felt like everything she was putting up, there was a hand in her face. And like, I don't care how good you are, like it's just it's hard to make make that happen. Um Yeah. And I think also just like that becomes so much easier when you have other players on the Liberty, obviously, who are a threat in any given game. And because Laney was just so off, um, because the Sun were just doing such a good job, like you said, of just being able to use their size to their advantage and making sure that the Liberty just weren't getting clean looks for anybody. It was mm-hmm. just like a bad combo for Stewie, especially, and trying to get her going. Um, I don't imagine that block did any how any good either in that respect um but stewie doesn't seem like the i mean stewie stewie like i don't i don't anticipate that being like a huge confidence um, no no i don't think so um but it was definitely very uh a good synopsis of the game is having the tisha heideman block (laughs) brianna stewart and it was it was just it was just weird the way stewie went up like I don't think of her as a soft player at all, but she showed the ball so early. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the, I found the tweet from uh, Natasha. She said, they got to get Stewie more isolated touches on the block against Allen. Allows her to get confident early, see some go in, while also potential to put uh, Connecticut best defender in foul trouble. Oh, that was the other thing. 
K.O. Thorne, again, just, like, came, coming up clutch. Like, so clutch in such the right times. I yeah. just, I don't know how, I don't know how you get her more minutes. Like, you, it's, yeah. I mean, she played 10 minutes in the second half, but when there's something needed, like, she just, she just makes it happen. Well, she hit the most, second most three-pointers on the team behind Sabrina. Um, she had two. She had six points. She it's she was just all over the place. Like, and I I appreciated that effort because it felt like she might have been the most consistent Liberty player in game one in terms of just like putting in that work on both ends of the floor. Um, she's such a good defender, very crafty. Um, she's super good at cutting passing lanes off, and I really appreciate that. Um, but I don't know. It just feels like between the end of the mystics game and then like the entirety of game one i don't know if it's like they're tired or well that, like that's like, a thing i just don't think they like i really I thought don't i thought the uh the rest was gonna be good for them they said pregame it was good for them but it was like what they didn't they didn't come <laughs> out ready firing on all cylinders and i tweeted this after the game that like Maybe this was the punch in the mouth that they needed. Like, yeah, you're in the semifinals. Like, you can't take a playoff. You have to be ready to go from the start. Um, again, please, just fucking play basketball. I, the Sun are really bad at complaining. Also, Dewana Bonner throws up those damn long arms every other play, like asking for a foul, <laughs> and I wanted to rip my hair out for both teams. Um, we might have to make play fucking basketball like a soundbite for this podcast because good lord um it was a very physical game though and even if the liberty had won i would say that the refs were pretty terrible yeah for both teams like i so i didn't watch the game live because i was still on my way home but i was on twitter and I, all I saw really at some point, I think it was in the second half, people on both ends, either Sun fans or Liberty fans, just like, what is going on in terms of the refereeing? Mm-hmm. Um, but which is really disappointing because I feel like the last couple of games, and not only just in their series, but in the um, Dallas Aces series and also just in those previous teams' games, like, they've been doing a pretty solid job like they've been letting them play mm-hmm. it's the postseason like like you said like just play fucking basketball and they're the icing yeah. on the cake was one of the refs call it like thought sandy called a timeout when like she didn't like that oh, was this i <laughs> that was just the, I, like really you got that like when i don't know it's just like damn yeah yeah <laughs> just fucking play basketball just fucking ref basketball i don't know um, um it's all i know is they they gotta come out ready to cook tonight i i am both nervous and very excited for tonight i will going? once again be in the building yes cool. awesome. um ready to throw up again hopefully get my like <laughs> i think my fourth rally towel that that's what they're all about i mean i get it they're the easiest things to give away um yeah. also got thunder sticks last game Oh, I, feel like I would love thunder sticks. Hurt, hurt people's ears if I um hit them. Yeah, but, uh, maybe. <laughs> you know, Do it anyway. we've got 
you know, some shout yeah. out, you Those know. Those are actually really pretty. Yeah. They they're really like... lean they're leaning into the like the gold on accent. I like that. Um, yeah, I like the rose gold it. and the blue. Yeah, yeah. Very pretty combination. Um yep. I'm like uh in terms of adjustments for game two, I feel like it's literally just gonna be like play like how you have been playing. Like just play normal. Like please yeah, don't like... be weird. <laughs> Like don't miss <laughs> for the love of God, don't be weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't be weird. Um, I feel like game one was just weird as fuck. Like it just didn't feel like New York Liberty basketball at all. Mm-hmm. Like, and kudos to the Suns. I think that their defense had a lot to do with that. Like they were throwing looks at them that just made it very difficult for New York to get set. But I think that they're gonna have to really rely on both Courtney Vandersloot's ability to like actually set the offense and you know and then also on top of that just do a much better job of like deciding how you're gonna defend whoever has the hot hand with Connecticut because it felt like they just never had enough to stop especially Beck Allen and Dewana Bonner and it felt yeah. like they were putting a lot of their attention on AT, despite the fact that she wasn't even really going off um, in game one. So I, it's literally just very simple, <laughs> very simple adjustments. Um, yeah, I, I think even though they were paying attention, like like you said, like get, get putting most of their attention on AT, I don't think they did it the right, like you have to make it difficult for her. And that's not just not letting her score. It's not letting her get wherever she wants to get on the on the court it's not letting her get all those assists like at this point like you just have to if you make it tough for her it's gonna make it tough for everyone around her because she's not going to be able to facilitate as well and I think that's where it all starts and you gotta get stopped and you gotta push the ball like that's always and forever what I'll be preaching um in any level of basketball is transition and getting the ball out because those are your easy those are your easy buckets and to have zero yeah you're just you're not winning that way it's pretty pretty (laughs) much that simple I mean they even I mean Liberty even had more points off turnovers than Connecticut and Connecticut only not only but they only scored 78 points like you know the Liberty have pretty consistently scored much of you know many more than that um Mm -hmm. and you know again not to not to uh take a knock at connecticut's defense because i think that's also been a huge part of why they've been such a disrespected with a capital ct team is because the offense uh, (laughs) 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 that is also not mine because they definitely what she did there (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, they have not been as maybe flashy of a team on offense as New York has been, as Vegas has been, um, even Dallas with, you know, folks like Arike and and Satu, like, you know, they kind of just come in and like do what's necessary. Like they're kind of just like (laughs) that hard nosed team that they're very similar to Washington in that way. Um, And that's why it did scare me that, you know, obviously this matchup was coming because Connecticut, despite the fact that New York did such a good job against them in the regular season, their defense can really ruin a lot of plans. And that's kind of what we saw. 
Um, but I trust that I trust their ability to adjust. Like this team is like chock full of veterans that have been here, done that, um, and been able to make those changes. And so I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun game too. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if two things were to happen. One, if Stewie is to win MVP, which at this point it is 1152 might come in the next eight minutes that she has. I think she's going to have a really much better game. Um, I think that they will definitely be trying to work through her more on offense. I also think on the flip side of that, AT is probably going to be super motivated <laughs> if she loses this MVP vote. Um, and so I think it's going to be a, it, I hope that it's a fun battle between the two of them. Cause that's kind of like what we're all here for um between yeah. these two teams so yeah it should be fun i hope they don't play scared i hope because you know having to go to connecticut down oh two will be less than ideal obviously and i just if they just play their game like i don't know it's it was just, like Literally. you said it was a, it was a weird game it was like you know sunday at one it was just you know just just weird all around today I think it's finally supposed to stop raining by game time, which will be, you know, good for the vibes, I, I think. It. Uh <laughs> <laughs> stop for like 10 days. Um, we might have to have a little conspiracy corner because um <laughs> I, I don't know what just made me think of this, but uh our friend, uh friend of the pod, Evan, came to the game oh, with me again uh on Sunday and <laughs> He had a theory that it wasn't the real Ellie at the game. Um, what? <laughs> All right. At one point, she just was nowhere to be found. And then she definitely had a different vibe. And, you know, I think we can make the correlation of, you know, losing to it potentially not being the right Ellie. They didn't even do the... They didn't even do the... The the big LA song that uh did you see oh that God. video of Benaja like she was like I just can't wait for when that <laughs> song comes on I was dying and then they didn't do it that game and I was like yeah something are they off serious here. yeah that's for first of all like do they not know like unless they did it at halftime and I missed it but I don't think I don't think they do oh, they um, usually do it like during a really long timeout i feel like in the second in the, ha- second, in the second half. half right yeah i know mm-hmm. for a fact they didn't do it in the second half and wow. so no i think he some, might be on something, something was up something was up so let's hope now don't be tweeting about this people because i have absolutely zero information no so that has been oh. this edition of conspiracy corner thank you for um obliging me with that we should do that every episode. Just <laughs> what's a new conspiracy that we have about? I'll, I'll be I'll be on the lookout for one. This uh, perfect. Tonight. Um, but yeah, no, I I look forward to it. It should be a fun one. Cool. Um. So yeah, I think I don't know. I'm starting to get th- this conversation has made me nervous tonight. For tonight, I'm so sorry. It is okay. <laughs> no, it is good. It is all right. Uh, damn. All right. So first off, happy belated birthday, Candice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shout yeah. out you. And if anyone would like to get Candice a belated birthday gift, you can get something for yourself as her gift, which is like a win-win. Yeah, um, I'll be happy. 
Yeah. So I don't know if, you know, in case uh, y'all haven't seen it, we're partnering with Athlete Logos. Shout out them. Uh, they have this really cool Liberty design. Uh, our stuff has not come yet in the mail to show you on mm-hmm. the video yet, but you can head over to their Twitter, their website. I should have checked this. I'm pretty sure it's just, I always just click from their Twitter, <laughs> but I am fairly certain it's just, yeah, athletelogos.com, um, or we have a link in one of our tweets directly to the Liberty stuff and we can send that out again. Um, but if you use the code CFOAM, all one word, you get 10% off um, anything you order in the Liberty collection. Um, yeah, we've got some t-shirts coming. We're fans of the the mug and hoodie as well. Uh, mm-hmm. They got men cut and women cut, which is always appreciated. appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, more, more designs coming, hopefully. I Speaking of theory corner, I suggested an Ellie design. I think that would be pretty dope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out Athlete Logos. They got cool stuff, not just for the Liberty, but specifically Liberty related. Hit the uh, the coupon code CFOAM and yeah, 10% off, which is pretty dope. That is it for us. Jess, have such a nice time at the game. Please do not Thank be you. too stressed out about... <laughs> I will not. It'll, it'll be all, it's all good. It is all good. Result. Um, but yeah, hopefully we the next time we chat, it'll be after a win because um, those are a little bit more fun than talking about losses. <laughs> for sure, um, for sure. We're not again, used to it. It's our, it's our first loss. Yeah. This is our first loss. Like, this is pretty heartbreaking. Um, I'm super depressed now. Uh, <laughs> but... Anyway, um, I am Candice Pedraza again, joined by Jess Reinhardt. Uh, We will catch you guys again later this week. Cool. Later.